All right, peeps, we're back. As promised, it's the AEW Insider, twice in one week for you guys, which I don't mind because I won't front. Like last week when I did all those shows, especially once you do a pre-show, once the show's over with, who wants to listen to it? But doing multiple shows doesn't work out viewer-wise, but it don't matter because I'm here for you guys, like I said. If you're there for me, I'll be there for you. You don't let me down, I won't let you down. So, uh, like I said, Marvel Cinematic Universe alone is just ridiculous with all the stuff they're coming out with, with Disney new app but first let's get to some movies some tv trailers and some toys real quick and then the second part of the show we'll cover we'll cover the marvel universe uh first up was it too they do an event the night before comic-con called like scared con or something like that so it showed up in its pure form just ready to wow everybody and the trailer definitely did if you've seen a teaser trailer a couple months back it was really really good this one's even better it looks amazing fans of the book of the first film will be like in fanboy status it has a famous chinese restaurant that the group have lunch in and at the end all their fears are like inside of their fortune cookies uh, they have another throwback to the original It, Tim Curry, in the Funhouse scene that they show, and uh, Georgie's in it. And speaking of the Funhouse, they have an amazing scene in there. you got to see it with James McAvoy growing up, and then, uh, what you call it, a kid I guess he's trying to save from It, and It in the Funhouse, it looks like It has control of the mirrors, like putting a barrier between the guy, the kid, and him. He wants to eat the kid, so it looks awesome. you got to check it out. All right, and then uh, finally we got, I mean, not finally, I mean, finally, like it finally happened. Um, Tom Cruise showed up at Tom Comic-Con. Nobody knew why he was there, and it was to announce Top Gun 2. That's right, they finally made an official sequel to Top Gun. I have been waiting for this film since a child. This was a surprise, you know what I mean? Nobody knew. They thought he was there to promote Mission Impossible or something else. I'm so glad that they kept to the story I've been reading about for years. Eons ago, the story for a sequel was that Maverick was still a pilot and kicking ass, but in that day and age, it's the age of the drone. So why does the military need human fighters when drones can do the job much better? Maverick doesn't think that they can do the job better than he can, of course. This movie's going to kick ass. Uh, then we got Halloween. As you know, we're a huge, huge horror buffs in this house. Not only are we getting one direct sequel to 2018 Smash Halloween, we're getting two. They were going to release them both next year in October, but instead they're going to release one next October 2020 and then another one October 2021. So we get two sequels to the 2018 Halloween that will actually compete, to compete excuse me, complete the trilogy uh, one year in a row, which is amazing. Uh, excuse me. So it's a direct sequel to the 2018 Halloween. Uh, the first one, I mean, the first sequel, it's Halloween 2. It's called Halloween Kills. That'll be released October 2020. And the other one, no, I'm sorry, wait, oh, I apologize. I don't want to mess that up. Yeah, Halloween 2. It'll, I mean, Kills, it'll be released in 2020. And then the third one that's released in 2021 is called Halloween Ends. The same exact surviving cast, including Jamie Lee Curtis and the same amazing director, R on board, it's going to be amazing. 
Um, this did come out before Comic-Con, but a full trailer for Three from Hell came out. Rob Zombie's film. It dropped on Monday. And holy fuck, the Firefly family is back. If you love House of a Thousand Corpses and the Devil Rejects, this is the sequel we've been waiting for, Three from Hell. Uh, I'm stoked as fuck for this film. It has an amazing cast and story. And what I can get from the trailer, because I dissect these things because I'm a huge fanboy myself, uh, nobody knew how the Firefly family was going to come back. They were rumors that they went to hell and they were too bad for hell and the devil sent them back or it was all a dream and they never got shot up. But come to find out that police barrier, they got shot up. And if you slow the trailer down and you pause it, you can see uh, what you call it. Um, I can't believe her name is uh, excuse me, skipping my mind right now. But Rob Zombie's wife in the movie. That's ridiculous. I apologize. Uh, that's But um, they show her and she's all shot up. They have diagrams and all that. She got shot like at least 20 times. They all did. But sometimes somehow they fully recover and uh, they have fans and all that who are outside the prison and want them released they have like their own cult following even though they're murderers what have you uh, when they're in prison they show Danny Trejo Danny Trejo and Diamond Dallas Page were played two of the hitmen who were sent to kill the Devil's Rejects in part two so I don't know if he's going to try killing them in prison or he's going to help them break out who knows it's crazy uh, what you call, like I said, they have a cult, follow, a cult following of fans outside that keep chanting and wearing t-shirts that say, free the three. Um, somehow, eventually, they do break out of jail, and they head to Mexico, and they get in, caught into a big war with a Mexican cartel. That's what I can get from the trailer myself, anyway. And you can tell, unfortunately, that Captain Spaulding does die, or he just doesn't make it out of prison. Because you see him in the beginning scenes, you see him in the prison scenes, but all the scenes after the escape, like them on the road, them in Mexico, what have you. He's nowhere to be found, and they have a new third member in a group. He kind of looks like Otis. I don't know if he's a family member or a killer they took from jail with them, but a rip Captain, Captain Balding, because he's definitely not in this film a lot. And there is the three from hell, and they're going to bring some hell, so I can't wait for that. All right, back to Comic-Con. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Even though the trailer was released a little bit ago, they showed up in full form, which is awesome. Jay and Silent Bob are the bomb. It's got a ton of big-name cameos in it. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, just everybody. Uh, Rob, Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead. It's awesome. And for somehow in the finale, I don't know how I know this, whatever, but they end up at a convention. It's called Chronic Con instead of Comic Con. And it's based off their Bluntman and Comic Chronic characters that they had. And uh, Jay and Silent and Bob Strikes Back, they were trying to see, stop a film about their characters getting made. That's what the whole movie was about. Uh, you could tell that the whole trailer, that movie got made and people hate it because everybody just kept saying that movie sucked. So I can't wait to see that. Another one that was released before Comic-Con and I was so for was the new Terminator. It's Terminator Dark Fate. But they showed up in full force at Comic-Con. Uh, it's amazing because they have Linda Hamilton reprising her role as Sarah Connor. Honor Schwarzenegger is back. But even bigger than that, it came out and was announced at Comic-Con that Eddie fucking Furlong will return to his role as John Connor. That's amazing. You all know Eddie from T2 and all that. His career has been in the toilet. He's a big druggie, what have you. So I don't know what shape or form he's going to be in the new Terminator, but it is confirmed that he will be back and he will be playing John Connor. In the new trailer, they show a scene of like a guy in the future fighting off um, robots. He could just play his future self and all that, get killed, who knows. I don't know, but it, it, that's amazing, seriously. All right, uh, back to another movie that was announced. It's called Zombie Tidal Wave. 
It's from the, your favorite makers of your favorite guilty ple pleasure, Sharknado. So the creators of Sharknado made a new movie. It's called Zombie Tidal Wave. It stars 90210's Ian Ziering, and he's wearing two hats for this. He's also starring in it and producer. Uh, the trailer shows exactly what the title states and all of its Sharknado cheesiness. You gotta check that one out. All right, now a TV show. HBO gave the green light to the show The Watchmen. The Watchmen, you see the movie a couple years back. It was it was so, so received. I loved it. I'm a huge fan of the 80s graphic novel, but now they have a TV show. It's like the graphic novel. It's rated R. There's killing. There's sex. There's all that. It continues years after the graphic, graphic novel and Watchmen movie, and it just looks awesome. It's got the violence, the blood, the gore, new er heroes, old heroes. At the end, they tease that Dr. Manhattan comes back because he's supposedly on another planet since it, I, I, I just can't wait. Uh, also, The Witcher, which is a famous set of novels and an even more famous video game like The Witcher 3, what have you. The fanboys are off the charts for this. It does star Superman's Henry Cavill, which left the opening for Brandon Ralph to return to his Superman role. So he'll be back in Superman, and Henry Cavill is doing The Witcher, and it looks really good. Another TV show that I'm stoked for and other ones are is Star Trek Picard. That's right, Captain Picard is back. Professor X, older version, whatever, and he's in Star Trek. Uh, from what the trailer shows is that he's been living his life on Earth. He helped save her for some threat. I don't know what it is. He gives the credit for to Data for helping him. And uh, it just shows that he's bored with just being on Earth. Even though it's all quiet and beautiful, he's bored there. And then some big threat comes to threaten our universe, of course. So they recruit him back into the game. Um, they do actually do show Data. At the beginning, Data's all in pieces in a drawer like he died or sacrificed himself for um, Picard, but at the end, him and Picard are like playing chess and talking. So I don't know if that's just Picard in a hologram and that's how Data's going to be in the show and they interact when they need some knowledge or when he's just feeling sad, or if Data's going to be rebuilt and in it. Who knows? But it looks awesome. Also, they have Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal is a 1980s Jim Henson movie, his puppets, that has a cult following like crazy. It's getting its own show on Netflix, which is really good. Uh, they also released a trailer for Walking Dead Season 10. Crap, man, I'm a huge Walking Dead comic fan and TV show fan, but I feel they kind of jumped the shark when after Glenn got killed, but I still tuned in because I'm a huge fan, like I said. Uh, the last two seasons were so-so, but I stuck with it because I had to see what they were going to do with the Whisperers, what have you. Uh, I don't know how they did it, but season 10 looks fucking amazing. The Whisperers are going to war with them. It's the final season on Michonne. I just can't wait. Uh, some toys, just real quick. Amazing toys from Mattel and Nika and Funko, what have you. Nika's got a first, a new pinhead that looks dope. It's got an Annabelle in the case in her chair. I'm a huge toy collector. I'm an in-box guy. I don't take any of my stuff out of boxes, but I give you my word. The only toy, if it isn't displayed correctly, uh, that I'm, it's not going to be because it's not going to be 360. Uh, but what you call it is Annabelle. Annabelle in the case will be the one that I unbox and actually have on display because it's all awesome. They also got an amazing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It's based on a uh, Turtles in Time video game. It looks just like it with the graphics. It's dope. Uh, what you call it? And they got a hundred, a hundred and thousand dollar statues from Sideshow Collectibles that are just amazing, but there's no way I could ever afford them. But they're just beautiful. And uh, Mattel is mixing some WWE license with other licenses, like Ghostbusters. Those uh, figures look really good. And they had WWE He-Man figures, which look pretty cool.
All right, so that's it really right now for Comic-Con for other stuff here and there. When we get back, we're going to go over Marvel. Marvel came to the show, and they kicked the fucking door down. They kick ass. Remember to check us out always, AEW Insider 1 on Twitter and AEW Insider on Facebook. Again, I'm Lee Bentz, and we'll be right back. All right, peeps, we're back with part two of coverage of Comic-Con 2019. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and this is the AEW Insider. Let's get to Marvel showing at Comic-Con. Holy fuck, Marvel came to play. We all have had our hopes, our expectations, our wants, what have you, for Marvel, <clears throat> excuse me, Phase 4. But not only are we getting amazing movies... We are also getting amazing TV shows. So instead of having to wait to see your favorite Marvel MCU favorites, some will be on the small screen all the time with series, which is amazing, carrying on their stories and their adventures. Disney has a new streaming service coming out, just like Netflix, what have you. Uh, but it's all things Disney. Every single title and or show they have ever made or own the rights to will be on it, and plus original content. Uh, content. You know Disney bought the rights to Star Wars and Marvel, so the floodgates are open. The contest, they, the content, they, I don't know why I can't say content today. They can produce is going to be friggin' sick. So let's start with some TV shows that they confirmed so far. Uh, we do have Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner will star. Uh, will show the solo adventures of Hawkeye, and I hope they'll show more of him training his daughter because we all know that they are building up the MC universe for the young adventures. <clears throat> I can excuse me with the girl from Logan, what have you. So I hope he keeps training her. They show some crazy adventures because we've seen in Endgame, Hawkeye could be really badass, and in the comics, he's a cool character. Uh, also, we do have Wanda Vision, which of course is a play on Scarlet Witch Wanda and her lover Vision. Uh, we'll star Wanda and Vision, hence the name. It has Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany reprising their roles. Uh, also has Walking Dead's Michonne in it, so I wonder what she'll be doing. Uh, Tiona Paris. Uh, we'll, it, I know it'll go over their romance and other things. Uh, Scarlet Witch will also appear in another big Marvel movie sequel, which I will talk about in a bit. We also have the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie will reprise their roles. Mackie came out at Comic-Con with Captain S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not a huge fan at all of him being the new Cap, but it's whatever. Uh, Winter Soldier is badass, and I can't wait to see him kick some. That drops the fall of 2020. Uh, Loki. Yes, the Master of Mischief is back, and his adventures continue, and all of us are loving it. Tom Hiddleston will reprise his role, and it takes place directly after Endgame. So we see what happened to him, what he's got to do to escape, and he's supposed to travel to many places on Crazy's Adventure. The, there was no bigger uh, uh, excuse me, applaud or pop than there was for Loki when he took the stage. That'll be dropping in spring 2021. This one, I'm excited for the most. I'm like, oh my fucking God, oh my fucking God. As a child, besides the X-Men, my favorite Marvel comic was the What If series. It was the best. Each issue had a story for the Marvel Universe as we knew it, but they twisted it. It would be What If. Like, what if the Fantastic Four never took a trip to outer space? Because that's where they got their powers. What if uh, Wolverine actually killed the Hulk when they fought? You know 
what I mean? What if Spider-Man actually was a bad guy? Just stuff like that, you know, like what if he never got rid of the Venom suit and he was Venom? You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy, crazy stories, and they're awesome. They have a little twist to them. Usually they're not still good. So, I mean, it's going to be awesome. Uh, the, the role of the Watcher will be voiced by... Jeffrey Wright. The What If is going to be a co cartoon, so it's going to be even better. Uh, the Watcher actually is a character. He's the character. He's the he's the guy who runs the What If universe, pretty much. The Watcher is a character who's literally in outer space or in the universe, and he can look into every dimension. Because in the comic books and supposedly in real life, there's a whole bunch of dimensions going on where we exist, but we're different. You know, different different paths of life happen, or just maybe different things happen to us. It's just different. So he can actually look into. To any universe and see what's going on and he tells us the stories that he sees but no matter how bad it is or how much he wants to interfere he's not supposed to in the comics eventually a couple times he did but he's not supposed to this is a fanboy's dream and i ex excited most for this show that'll be dropping in summer 2021 all right, let's get on to Marvel movies. We have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So there's your Doctor Strange sequel. Uh, I'm a fan of him in the comics, and I will admit to you guys, I legit have seen every single Marvel movie, including that piece of shit Captain Marvel. But I never completed watching Doctor Strange. I passed I passed out when I was watching it, so I gotta watch it. I went to watch it one night, and I passed out, but I gotta watch it. Because Be Benjamin Cumberbatch is the man. He'll be reprised his role and like Kevin Feige of the Marvel Universe said you can't have a sorcerer without a witch so Scarlet Witch will be doing a cameo in that movie also so definitely check out Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness then we do have an Eternals movie coming on they got the whole crew good guys bad guys what have you and awesome stars you know what I mean playing them they've got people like Angelia Jolie which is a huge get for Marvel also from the hit show Silicon Valley in the new movie Stuber, Kumal Nanjani. You got Brian Tyree, Henry, uh, excuse me, and also Sama Hayek, and more. This movie has a huge cast with great actors playing all your favorite Eternals. That comes out November 6, 2020. Uh, at the end of the show, the thing that will pop for the, for the most, uh, what you call it, I'm, I'm sorry, I already said it, Loki, they pop for the most. But at the end of the show, uh, Kevin Feige or Feige or whatever it is, had everybody do a group picture. Uh, they had these Black Widow hats on. They were really sweet. They actually had a hat for all 7,000 people in the audience. So they handed all the hats out and they had every Marvel cast member take a picture in there. And he pretty much said, I forgot somebody and he called them out. Uh, it was actually, like, had Academy Award winner Marher Shala Ali. He came out and he took the picture and then they said, Don't you have your own hat? Yeah, and he put it on. Guess what name was on his hat? The name was Blade. There's been talk about Blade the Vampire Hunter being remade, and it is. And it is starring Ali in the title role. The place went crazy, and everybody's fucking super stoked that Blade's gonna return to the big screen in May of 2020. Also, we have a fourth Thor film. It's called Thor, Love and Thunder. This is based on a comic book arc, a very action-oriented love tale. 
Chris Hensworth will be back as Thor. Fuck yes. Tessa Thompson's back as the Valkyrie. And as a big surprise to everybody, Natalie Portman returns. A uh, bigger surprise is that she actually will be playing a female Thor. I hope she kicks ass. Google the story if you don't know about it. Uh, we all know that Natalie Portman kind of shitted on Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, we've seen her real quick in Endgame, but didn't know if it was footage from old that they just spliced in, what have you. But I guess they kissed up and they made good. Uh, and I must say, the Comic-Con stage, when she was raising Thor's hammer... She didn't look too enthusiastic, so I don't know. But the same director who made Thor 3, who everybody loved, and I thought it was just okay, uh, he will be back. And I think this will kick ass. Thor the original, original, original Thor, the first one, is still my favorite film out of all in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor Love and Thunder does drop November 5th, 2021. Uh, we also have Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. It's starring Simi Liu, Tani Lung, and Aquafini. Now, I'm not keen to the source material, but from what I researched, Marvel fans love it, and they have been clamoring for this and this movie. Uh, they will get their character. They've been wanting the Mandarin. If you remember from, like, Iron Man 2, they showed the Mandarin. Everybody was uh, pumped for him. They wanted him real bad. Ben Kingsley played him, and he turned out to be a fake. But this one, he will be real. Uh, this film does drop February 12, 2021. Also, just the name was Black Widow. Black Widow looks awesome. Now, of course, Scarlett Johansson will be reprising her roles. It does have Stranger Things stars David Harbour and Academy Award winner Rachel Weisz, plus others. So definitely check out Black Widow next May 2020. Uh, others confirmed with returning cast and uh, some word like they didn't show the people, but they did say it. We are getting our Black Panther 2 that everybody's stoked for, and I heard that Killmonger might be back in like some dream universe or dream. Uh, Black Panther 1 was awesome. The brothers and sisters like myself, they absolutely friggin' loved it. And 2 is going to be even better. Uh, we also have Guardians of the Galaxy 3 coming. The, the Gal Besides Thor, the Guardians of the Galaxies are my favorite. They're awesome. And I also heard these, but I didn't see it with my own eyes yet, so I won't confirm it. But we've heard about it forever. You know they were coming. Marvel's Fantastic Four. Don't know who's going to be playing them besides the little rumors that are online, what have you. But we are getting Fantastic Four, and right at the end, my favorite out of all the Marvel Universe was actually Tease. It's the fucking X-Men, baby. Yes, that's right. X-Men is back under the Disney Marvel Cinematic Universe umbrella, and Kevy Figgy pretty much said, like, it was such a big show, he just doesn't have time to talk about mutants right now, which means that the X-Men will be coming in the future, and it's just fucking amazing. So, I mean, that's all the coverage I have right now from Comic-Con. There's more, but that's all the stuff I like. I hope that you guys guys like what have you. If anything else breaking comes on, I'll let you know. If not, we'll do it when it goes to, like, New York or what have you. I will be back with any breaking wrestling news. I thank you guys so much. Definitely check out uh, the 570 Sports Show on Facebook. Those guys are cool. Check out my boy Two Tooth uh, on the Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. And definitely hit me up if you want to talk to me, appear on on the show, have anything you want to tell me, tell me I suck, it doesn't matter, show me some love, you can contact us at the AEW Insider 1 on Twitter, or the AEW Insider on YouTube or Facebook. Once again, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and I'll see you guys soon. This is the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps.